The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Shlomo Reichberg experienced the Holocaust. He's suffering like so many members of Klai Yisrael. At one point, he was sent to a smaller concentration camp where there were about 3,000 inmates. He went about his business and tried to stay under the radar as best as he could. One day, as Shlomo was walking outside his barracks, he was suddenly set upon by a Jew. He didn't know. A man he had never spoken to. A man who was a total stranger to him. But suddenly this stranger was punching him and beating him, slapping him and kicking him. Mom is trying to kill him. Beating him up. Until he, he broke blood. Blood is coming out of him. He's making him bleed. And Shlomo doesn't understand why. Why is he attacking me? He doesn't even know me. I don't even know this guy. And the guy's trying to cause me physical anger. I'm damaged. Why? Why is he doing this? I don't even know him. I never met this guy in my life. I don't recognize him. I never had anything to do with him. Why is he doing this? Does he think I'm someone else? Why is he beating me? And he says, what are you doing? The man keeps on hitting him. Stop hitting me, he says. And the Jew keeps on beating Shlomo. Finally, he finishes the beating. Shlomo was terribly hurt. Blood's flowing from his wounds. And he was in absolute agony. What was worse than the physical pain was the fact he didn't even understand, he didn't have a clue why the stranger had chosen to inflict this pain in the first place. He doesn't understand. It's like, it's like if Malif, you know why? He did something wrong, maybe he deserve it. But he doesn't understand. He didn't do anything wrong. Why is he doing this? He looks at the guy and says, why did you hit me? I don't even know you. It doesn't matter, he said. Of course it matters. Why did you do this? He says, you're going to come with me to Barak 10, he said to Shlomo Reichenberg. And then we're going to learn the truth, and you're going to find out why I hit you. You're going to find out why I beat you when we go to Barak 10. So he saw, Shlomo Reichenberg saw, he has no choice, and he follows the attack of the Barak 10. The whole time he's wondering why this is happening. What this guy has against him. And it didn't take long for Shlomo to understand why they were going to Barak 10. You see, Barak 10 was the living place of the Jew who served as the unofficial arbitrator of all disagreements between the Jewish people in the camp. There was, there was an argument, there was a fight between two inmates. They come to him, he settles the fight. He's the judge. Shlomo's attacker is leading him to this man to be judged. For what? He doesn't know. But they're going to be judged. There's a court case happening. They brought him to the barrack. They were allow, allowed into the barrack. And soon they're standing before the judge. And the judge says to them, what is the nature of your disagreement? So Shlomo speaks first. He says, I was walking outside my back this morning. And this man, he points to the attacker. He begins to beat me up for no reason. He punches me, he slaps me, he makes me bleed. I don't even know why. I have never seen him before. I never exchanged two words with him. But he, for no reason, he attacks me unprovoked. So the judge turns to the attacker. And he says, what do you have to say for yourself? The attacker says, I had a very good reason for hitting him. He says, yeah, what is that? I saw him smiling to himself outside his barracks. Not once, but twice. So the judge says, so what if you're smiling? Why is that a reason to hit him? Why are you attacking him because he's smiling? He says, let's analyze the situation, the attacker says. Everyone in the camp is slowly starving to death. The Nazis barely give us enough food to keep body and soul together. Now you know that people who are starving do not smile. They don't. And yet I saw this man smiling. 
Not once, but twice. Let's take a minute to understand what this means. If he is smiling, then that's the reason he isn't starving, because starving people do not smile. But how is it possible that he isn't starving when every single inmate is suffering from not having enough to eat? So the answer must be a simple answer. The reason he isn't starving is because he's working with the Nazis. He's, they're giving him extra rations as a reward for being a Nazi collaborator. And I'm sure you'll agree with me that a Nazi collaborator deserves to be beaten even worse than the beating I gave him. He deserves to be put to death. That's why I attacked him. Because he's smiling. And if he's smiling, he must be not starving because starving people don't smile. And it must be that he's not hungry. And if he's not hungry, then how can it be he's not hungry? It must be he's a Nazi collaborator. And he has food from the Nazis. This is the reason I attacked him. So the judge turns back to Shlomo Reichenberg and he says, he makes a strong case. Or at least raises a solid question. How do you plead? How do you respond? Shlomo Reichenberg looks at the judge, looks at his attacker, and he makes a decision to tell him the secret that will lay behind his smile. And he says like this, you have just accused me of being a Nazi collaborator. You made the erroneous calculation that since you saw me smile, I had to be working with the enemy since only then would I have enough food. More than that, you have posited that a person who is starving cannot possibly smile. And that the only way someone in our position can smile is if he has a full stomach. With this calculation, he decided to beat me until I bled. Because he was sure I did something wrong. And I was deserving of what I received. Yet what if you were wrong? What if a person can in fact smile for reasons that have nothing to do with having enough food? What if a person could smile because they're satisfied with their lot in life for different reasons and in other ways that have nothing to do with the world of food or physical gratification? What then? What if your whole cheshbon is wrong? Let me explain. A few months ago, I and a few of my friends were somehow able to get a hold of a pair of tefillin. I cannot go into the details of how we managed to do this, but since that great day, I've been able to don a pair of tefillin every morning. When you saw me smile, you know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about the fact that I have been able, I have been zeichet to wear tefillin, even here in this terrible place, and how my connection with Rabbi Shalom is still intact, even here in this form of Gehenna. That is why I smiled. Not once, but twice. It had nothing to do with food. It had everything to do with the satisfaction I received from my ongoing kesher with Hashem. I am so lucky. I have a pair of tefillin to put on every morning. As a Jewish man who has been granted such incredible good fortune, how can I not smile? That is the truth. Needless to say, the judge ruled in favor of Shlomo Reichenberg. The story of Shlomo and the beating he received for a smile is the greatest example of a person who didn't miss the boat. He never allowed the truth to slip away from him. It didn't matter where he was. It didn't matter what was happening around him. To Reb Shloimer Eichenberg, the fact that he was able to put on his fill in the middle of a concentration camp was the biggest achos in the world because it meant that he would never have to look back at his life and say, if only I hadn't missed out on a mitzvah. Because he never missed out on the mitzvah. And yes, can there be a better reason to smile than that? What do you say? We all want to walk through life without regrets. This is something to take with us. To remember that one day we're going to stand there in Shemayim. And we're going to say, why did you miss out? Or why did you miss out? So let's not miss out. Let's utilize it. Let's utilize the time. Let's utilize the moments. Let's, let's enjoy it. Let's live it. So when, it, when our day finally comes, we can stand before Hashem and say, you know what? I maximized my time. I made the most of the opportunities you gave me.